Tandem Nomads, episode 123. You might wonder, what do door-to-door sales have to do with growing a successful portable business? Well, guess what? There are so many lessons that you can learn from this experience and that I will share with you that could help you grow your business and beyond. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is Amel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. So in this episode, uh, I'm going to reveal to you something that you might not know about me. Many years ago, I was a door-to-door saleswoman. I was studying in the US. Actually, I was studying in France. And I got hired by an American company to go to the US and sell encyclopedias door-to-door. During that experience, I have learned so much. And it has been a life-changing experience for me on a personal side, but also on a business side. And I can say very comfortably that most of the things I've learned today are thanks to that experience. And I realized I would like to share that with you um, in this episode. Some of the key lessons I've learned that has helped me in my portable business and helpfully will help you too. So before I go deeper and share with you those tips, I would want to invite you to pause a second and no, don't pause the podcast, don't pause this episode, but I would like you to make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast show in order to receive your new episodes automatically on your phone whenever uh, they are published. So if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, on your podcast iTunes, on your iPhone, on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or any other app that you're using, please Press the button subscribe. I'm going to give you a few seconds. You can just do it right now. Here we go. So I hope you managed to press the button subscribe so that you can receive all the new episodes. And thank you for tuning in, Nomad Nation. It's such a joy to be here with you. I hope that I am with you right now in a fun ride or workout or cooking session. No matter what, I'm so excited to be with you right now. And thank you so much for tuning in. So I am sharing a little bit of my personal journey here by um, letting you know about my experience in door-to-door sales. So because this is a short format episode, I won't be able to go into details, but I can tell you that I have never, ever saw myself as a good salesperson. Sales is not my thing. You have some people who are so good and natural at this. I would honestly tell you I'm not. And despite of that, I still managed to be one of the top sales people, sales women among men and women of this company called Southwestern. And after my first summer selling books door to door for this company called Southwestern, I managed to not only be one of the top saleswomen, win what was called the Sizzler, which is a trip to Egypt for the top sales, 100 saleswomen and men. 
And I was promoted to manager and became a manager and had my own team of salespeople. So I was studying in France when I got hired by this company. While I was there, I moved um, for a few months to do the sales in Utah. And then from there, I came back to finish my studies in France. And while I was doing that, I was hiring my own team and training my own team in France to take them with me to the US. And then we went to LA and that's where I've been managing my team and training them while also doing my own door-to-door sales. And it's been an amazing experience on a personal side and on the business side. On a personal side, I can tell you that um, it has definitely changed my life. I don't want to go too much in details, but I was not the most confident person at the time. And I was I would say even maybe struggling with depression and, um, but what's for sure is that I had no, no confidence at all. And the destiny, I just can't explain how this happened, but I did manage to get this job and got hired. And it was just an amazing way for me to step out of my comfort zone and do something extraordinarily, literally. And when people say that door-to-door sales is one of the best schools, I totally agree with that. And I want to share with you today those lessons that I've learned that helped me be where I am today. And they're not sales lessons, by the way. I will probably do a different episode about the sales tactics and and um, and also, I don't like so much the term tactics, but I would say more the sales lessons that I've learned, how to sell properly. But so that's not what I'm going to cover today. And I will also talk about probably next episode. Yeah, in the next episode, I will talk about one of the things about door-to-door sales, which is rejection, dealing with rejection, which is terrible when you're door-to-door saleswoman and you have one door slapping in your face after the other. How do you keep going? So we'll talk a lot about it today, actually, but I will specifically talk about rejection in the next episode, in the next marketing episode. All right, so... Let me share with you now a few tips about, not few, but some major tips that I've learned by working with this company called Southwestern and selling their educational books door-to-door to American families. And just to give you a bit of a background, it was a series of handbooks. They were called handbooks, but they were quite massive. They looked like encyclopedias. And the purpose of these books were to cover the American educational system from elementary school to university. And we even had some books for pre-K, kindergarten, etc. So it really covered the whole educational uh, cycle of an American uh, student. And the goal of these encyclopedias was to help families support their children with the homework. And you will tell me internet exists, but that's the whole point. This encyclopedia is worthy answer to internet and how it can, you know, distract people and, and, um, not help you find the answers always right away. So I'm not telling you the encyclopedias, by the way, but I'm really, I was really, really truly believing in the value of the book these books so much that I actually bought them for myself. So I think if I, before I even start, I have to say that in order to succeed in business, you truly, truly need to love what you do, but also love what you're selling and believe in it. Otherwise, it will be really hard to do so. But uh, I also want to tell you that this experience was done within a team. So I was a member of a team and we used to live together in the same place. 
So that was one of the rules of this company. We were not allowed to rent an apartment or something like that. We were actually forced. And that was one of the rules to work with them was to find your housing door to door. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to go into details. I, this is going to seem crazy to you, but that was the best way to get the best training. If you can go to door to door and get people to host you in their own houses, you can sell books door to door. Which leads me now to actually the biggest, biggest lesson, number one, that I've learned from this experience, which is practice your attitude. So you have probably heard a lot talking about the importance of being positive and the positive attitude. But one thing that I've learned from this experience is that attitude is something that we practice. We cannot just be positive about things just because we decided Practice means that we're going to train our brain on a regular basis to deal with the hardship and develop resilience. And that's something I truly learned doing door to door. Because when you have one door slapping on your face after the other, if you don't have a positive attitude, it is so hard to have the right attitude for the next door and to keep going and knocking on the next door. So one of the examples of how to practice your positive attitude as that worked really well for me is to practice self-talk. So I know it can be so ridiculous to think about talking to yourself, but I did have a few sentences every day I would repeat to myself all the time. So for example, depending on the days, I would choose the theme of the day, but I would, for example, say today, I'm going to love my neighborhood. I'm going to love the people of my neighborhood. And all I focused on was that. And it gave me that positive attitude and also that energy that people could feel that I was not there just to sell. I was there to serve my neighborhood. So that's an example. The other thing for me to have fun was to play a role in my head, like don't make fun of me, please. But at the time, I was a really big fan of Lara Croft. And I would imagine that I was the, the, the Lara Croft of the turf. So I would, when it was hard, when I was tired, my, my feet were hurting, my back was hurting, it was hot, I was thirsty. And I was so demotivated. And I would just think of Lara Croft and imagine that I was one of those warriors or Xena, for example, and, and just be that warrior that's there on a mission. And truly, that warrior, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it had worked, but not from a day to another. This is something that I pushed myself to practice day after day until it was a natural thing to do. So think about, in your case, what can you do to practice your attitude? What can you do to uh, to develop resilience in the hardship moments and keep going at it? Is it self-talk? Is it writing quotes, having them hang on your wall, having a song that you listen to on a regular basis to train your brain to be positive. Think about what would work for you. There's one other resource I would like to mention for you is one book that has really helped me also, which is called The Miracle Morning. So it has nothing really to do with attitude, but still it's about developing the habits, which leads me to the second big lesson after practice a positive attitude and that's related which is build healthy routines so it's so important that as an entrepreneur we focus on building the right routines and solid habits without solid healthy habits it's so hard to succeed in business so for example at the time my alarm was set at 5.59 exactly because at 6 p.m. I needed to be on my foot 
on the ground. So that just tells you the mindset in which we were as a team. All our alarm was at 5.59 and at 6 we had to be up and looking at each other straight in the eye. So I know it, it looks very military, but it really worked. And the other habit we had was once we, we only had 10 minutes in the bathroom for each person. And after that 10 minutes, we were three people. So after 30 minutes, we were out and we were in our breakfast place and we had a routine and a habit, which was to dance together. We had our own dance routine and we made it we we will practice before we would separate and go to work. So think about what are your habits that will help you with that. So if you go to tandemnomads.com slash 123, I will share with you there the links of some resources I want to share with you that will help you with these routines. So the first one I mentioned is The Miracle Morning, which is an amazing book that I really higher, highly recommend you to read. And that the other one about time management and habits. So you can go there and it's the episode one. 113, where I share with you the 10 ways to get things done and improve your productivity. So make sure to go to tandemnomads.com slash 123 and you find those resources there. So number one was practice a positive attitude. Number two was implement solid habits. Number three is not the importance of realizing that selling is about listening. So that's so, so important. If you always think that selling is just about getting something and talking, a lot of people think that door-to-door salespeople talk, 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 which is not a good salesperson, a person that talks. So when you listen and ask questions and spend more time listening than talking, your clients are giving you the information you need to know is first they really need what you have. And if they do, how what arguments you're going to use to be able to feed them with what they need as information to make that decision if to buy or not. So make sure that you are spending a lot of time listening to your potential clients rather than talking. And make sure to ask a lot of open questions and not just questions that lead to a yes or no, but rather questions that explain the reasons why they struggle with a challenge that your product or service is um, is answering too. So we're going here more into the sales tips, but still just wanted to mention that to you. So number one, practice your attitude. Number two, implement solid habits. Number three, selling, realizing that selling is about listening. Number four, know your turf and your clients. And this is something that's so important. When I was working door to door, I would spend, you know, every time I had a new neighborhood that was assigned to me, I would spend at least one week getting to know the people and getting to know the neighborhood so that I could really know what families would need most, what I have to do and, and also become part of the community, which I'll talk about it at the end, but know your turf is so important. And by that, I mean, you need to know your market, first of all. And you know how much I insist on on the importance of doing a market research. So make sure to do that market research and know who are the key players in your field, what are the products and services that exist that answer to the same challenges, what are the comparison between yours and them, and be very transparent, honest about that. But also get to know your clients. What are their challenges? What are the arguments that really makes it relevant that they get your product or service. That is so important before even you try to sell. 
So for example, to know my turf, I used to spend one week just going around the neighborhood on top of selling, but I would still ask more questions about the neighborhood to the people I would knock door into doors to than actually asking them to buy my products. I would spend more time gathering information. I would also walk around the houses and notice if there are toys outside. I knew what kind of kids they had, what age. That was very important so that I don't waste time telling them about all the products I have. I would only talk about the products I need would be relevant to them. If they had many cars, I would know that this house has teens because usually in the US, teens start driving very early and have their own cars. I would also ask neighbors the information about, you know, who's living here. And usually they're all part of a community. And I'll talk about that in a second, how you can afford to do such thing. I used to go to church. I've never been so often to a church. I think I've been more often to church. I'm I'm Muslim, for the, those of you who know. And I've been so often to the church to get to know the community and also to the schools. But honestly, it has been such an amazing human experience for me because I got to learn so much about religion and all the different ways of Christianity, different churches of Christianity. That was a personal experience I love, to be honest. It was just an amazing, amazing experience for me. But on top of it, I got to learn so much about the neighborhood, the struggles of the neighborhood, and um, where the educational system was failing so that I could really bring my product as part of the support to what the parents needed for their children and their children's education. So know your turf and know your clients and spend time listening to your clients and your the people of the neighborhood or your market in this case, so that you can really, really become an expert in your field. You cannot be an expert in your field if you don't know your market really well. Really important. And then the final big, big lesson that I want to share with you is build true relationships and be part of the community. And this is so important. There's something that no matter how many techniques of sales and marketing you can have. It will never work if you don't care and it will never work if you don't build true authentic relationships. So I hope that you already know that, but this should be part, a big part of the efforts that you put into your business in building those true relationships. And I can tell you uh, the reason why I'm so emotional and I've said, oh God, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Anyways, when I think about my memories of these times and and the families that I met there, oh God, I did not expect this coming. Um, okay, sorry about that. So I'm just having like flashbacks of some amazing memories that I had with the people I met while doing this job. Every door I knocked on was a family and uh, was a story and was amazing people that became friends and and have been part of my life. So I have not kept in touch with everyone, but it's been truly, truly rewarding personal experience. And I think that has what made my success, to be honest, is that I truly cared for these people. I truly cared for the children. And I truly was fascinated by these people and I was so thankful that they were open their door to me and listen to what I had to say. So much that I became part of the community and at the end I didn't have to sell anymore because what people would do would send me directly to their friends and their neighbors. I did not have to knock at doors anymore. 
because I was part of the community and I was part of the family. And uh, I can tell you, for example, once one of my clients organized a pool party and he said, just stop working. You're working too hard. Come at home. I'm going to do a pool party and you won't have to go door to door anymore. I'm going to bring all the neighborhood. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a barbecue and bring your books. You can just sell them once for all and then just spend the summer with us and have fun. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't believe that it was just amazing. So So this is what happens when you really care. I can't believe I'm still tearing up on this. Anyhow, so this was just a big message I want to share with you. No matter what you do, you need to you need to build true relationship and care for the people you serve. So these are this is it. These are my lessons from my experience in door to door. I did not expect it to be so emotional, but uh here we go. Uh I I I'll, I won't delete it. I was just thinking here, can I delete this? But I will just keep it as it is. And um, and I hope you embrace these lessons. And uh, if you have any questions about that experience, I'm happy to chat with you about it. You know that you can find me in the comment section of this page, one tandemnomads.com slash 123. Or on social media, you'll always find me and I would love to hear your feedback and your experience with sales. And I hope that these lessons will help you. So let me summarize them. Oh, let me just clear up a little bit my, here we go, my tears and we're good. <laughs> so lesson number one is practice a positive attitude. This is so, so important. And by that, it means that being positive is not something you have in your nature. You need to create it and you need to create a routine to build it and train your brain. And one thing about that, I want to share one quote that my mentor had told me at the time. If you can't change your environment, you can change the way you deal with it. And this is what practicing a positive attitude is about. Number two, implement solid habits. That's really important. I have a lot of resources for you in the show notes of this episode. Number three, selling is about listening. This is so, so important. Four, know your turf and your clients like the back of your hand. If you don't know your market, you cannot be the expert to go to in that market. And five, build true relationship and be part of your community. All right, Nema Nation, I can't wait to hear your feedback. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave your review on the podcast app that you're using. I can't wait to read your reviews and stay in touch with you. That's all All I want to hear is how these episodes are helping you. And I look forward to staying in touch with you. Nomad Nation, stay tuned to turn your challenges into wonderful opportunities.